Welcome to the 12th House Podcast. I'm Michelle, the co-host and your head witch in charge here at Holisticism. I started Holisticism to help creative, intuitive, spiritual people actualize through their sacred work. And at the 12th House, that's what we talk about all day long. Everything you could possibly need to get the expansion pack and jump to the next level. Think of us as your metaphysical BFF who's kind of obsessed with productivity and intuitive business, but definitely has your human design chart memorized. We're pretty fun. I think you're going to love it. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the 12th House Plus. We're so happy that you're here. It's summer and instead of an audio course that's like rigid in its curriculum, this is kind of like when you got the list of school supplies to buy from your school right before school starts and you're like, this is schoolwork. This is homework but it's like fun homework because I get to buy things. I feel like that's what like, the I'm really going is. shopping. Yes. <laughs> this yes. is not a shopping list, but it feels like one. <laughs> yes. Yes. But that's what a trigger, that's, this is our trigger list episode. We're going to talk about it, but it's, it's giving starting school. It's giving late August, early September vibes. It absolutely is because that's when this episode is out. And that's the point of this episode. <laughs> if we planned it, it was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is to give you without the fear, without the anxiety, a little bit of that prep, a little bit of that back to school excitement, a little bit of that I'm going to ship up and shape out of whatever (laughs) era or place you're in, or just when you're ready for a vibe switch. I love it. We really like trigger lists for a couple of reasons. First off, a trigger list is just good in marketing. For example, if you are this type of person and then you list a bunch of things that someone is, or if you need these types of things in your life, that's a trigger list. It works so well for marketing any product or service that you have, but using a trigger list on your own is really, really helpful in sort of like catching the ephemera that falls through the cracks that we often all need to catch up on at some point. And I learned the term trigger list from David Allen in his book, Getting Things Done, where he has examples of trigger lists and thought it was genius. And we wanted to present some trigger lists for you to prep moving into the year, uh, the end of the year, uh, which I think for like a lot of our listeners is probably the busiest time of the year for their business, but also like personally. Yeah. It's also a time that can bring a lot of angst. So stepping back and thinking about a lot of the stuff ahead of time personally gives me a sense of calm because it doesn't mean you're going hyper OCD on planning everything for December and August, but it just means you can have a lay of the land and be like, okay, what's really important? What matters this season? What's my focus? What do I need to scale back on? Or what can I start saving up for those kinds of things? So there aren't, I mean, life will present surprises, but this helps prevent too much scrambling and last minute surprise. Yeah. And I think a lot of the stuff that's on trigger lists are like life admin tasks that are really not that fun to do, especially if you like think that you have to do them on a regular basis. Like, I don't know, going through your bank statements or setting up a savings account. And I'll speak from the eye. I make these things such a big deal of like, oh, I need to do that thing. And I push it off and push it off and push it off especially if I think I'm supposed like I'm supposed to do it every month. That's a, always a keyword, like supposed to, should, should have. That's a flag that like, okay, there's something to investigate for me there because I don't, I don't No, That's not a good way to think about things. But instead of feeling guilty about not doing it 
every single month or every single week, having these boring life admin things on a trigger list that we do maybe once a year or twice a year instead is so much more manageable. And just knowing that it's there and it's like not as big of a deal as we're making it out to be helps me as someone who does not love like being an adult and doing adult things. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I was thinking about reading a lot of these areas over is if you know it's something that you're not going to enjoy doing, you can trick yourself into some kind of plan where it makes it more fun. Like you could get together with a peer or someone else who let's say does similar things as you in business and be like, hey, you want to just like sit together and gather our tax stuff and like put some music on have some fun snacks or whatever. I think there's so many ways of making these things more fun if you Mm -hmm. just have a little bit of extra time to plan for that. And batching some of these things that like if you do, for example, buying presents one off, it can feel like it takes so much time. Maybe you look at everyone who's got a birthday coming up, you select three different presents and you get all, you get as many as you need for those different types of people. But not Wallace because Wallace is an amazing gift giver and she gives specific gifts to specific people, but I am a bulk gift giver. Gift giver. I'm like, I like this towel. Everyone's getting this towel. <laughs> You're a great gift giver. So do <laughs> not diminish yourself. You're like the person who everyone is asking, what towel should I get? And then you're like <laughs> this one. <laughs> so should we just get into like the trigger lists? Let's absolutely just get into them. Okay, cool. So We have a couple laid out here and we're just going to go through them. We'll also make uh, this a notion document so that you can go through and just look at it, look at it yourself, but we're going to break these into a sort of personal checklist or trigger list, and then more of a business check or trigger list. And remember the point of this is not to make you feel stressed or like you're fucking up because you're not doing these things. You might see some things or hear some things on this trigger list that do not apply to you. And so you can just be like, done, don't have to do that. It's all good. But where do you want to start with life, Wallace? Because we were talking about gift giving and we are in the summer and there are a lot of weddings happening. Mm-hmm. Why don't we start with the social birthday wedding gift giving area of life? Hell yeah. I'm like, how do you even categorize this all in one Like under social, how do you categorize it? Oh, well, when I think of social, I'm like, what do I need to do? Because I'm someone with ADHD who's also an introvert where like, I really need to make myself make, like consciously make plans um, or else like I won't do them. So uh, for me, like my trigger list would be look at calendar for the next, for the next half of the year. When are we traveling? Who's in each city? And are we going to visit those people in those cities? Are we traveling? So that's a whole day's worth of work. (laughs) What are we going to go do? Are we going to weddings? Did we buy gifts for all of those weddings? Did we RSVP'd? Do you have a dress for or an outfit, attire for all of those weddings? Um, Mm -hmm. Also, that reminds me of like checking my mileage. Do I have miles that I need to use that are going to expire or credits or vouchers to Airbnb or to a hotel? Just kind of like getting those things in order and checking where they're at, checking deadlines, checking luggage. Do I need to get new luggage or do I need to get a new passport? Checking my passport or my ID expiration or getting a new California ID. 
Also, just like looking at my CRM, so my personal like little black book of people and seeing who I met with this time last year or six months ago and scheduling appointments with them to just touch base, either emailing them or like properly scheduling a lunch because the last time I saw them was a long time ago. Um, And then same thing with, I think with like my friends, if I can do a big event like a concert or go see like a movie premiere like go to Barbie together, just thinking about like, okay, I haven't seen, let's say like my best friend, Kara in a while. What's something special that Kara and I can do that we can, you know, that we can both plan for and look forward to in the fall. Go see Taylor Swift. I don't know. That's kind of what I think about for social stuff. Also, like, how do I want to plan out my social calendar? Do I want to be hosting? What days do I want to host? I should put those on the calendar in advance so I don't make plans already because hosting is a little bit stressful for me. Okay. What do you think? (laughs) That was great. One follow-up question to your list is, because I know you guys have been thinking about and doing some dinner parties. How far in advance do you think about that, plan it, send out invites? What's your process? I need four weeks. I like to plan who we think is going to be on our list and who our backups are, our alternates, week one. Week two, send out a soft invite. That's just a casual text. You want to come? You guys free? Then I write the invitation. I draw it. I make it. I plan what the dinner is going to be and then send out the invitation to everyone. And then I've got like basically a week and a half to get it all together and organize and buy the groceries and make the recipes if I've never made them before. And that's less stressful to me. I'm not really a like, oh, come over tomorrow and we're going to have a dinner party. I'll just throw it together. I'm way too anxious for that. I very much love that plan. I wish I could be more of a, oh, just come over randomly. And I'm not, I'm not. I'm just not so know thyself. I I loved your your socialist. You also mentioned birthdays, and I think that had me think a lot more about planning and even saving for birthdays. Mm-hmm. Looking ahead at the fall, whose birthdays are coming up? How much do I want to spend on people? Because I can overspend on gifts, especially mm-hmm. if it's last minute, and I feel like I hadn't spent the time I wanted to think about it. So it's always nice to budget. It's always nice to look ahead and see whose birthday you're going to be around for and how you want to make them feel special and schedule a call if you're not in the same city or just remind yourself, put it on your calendar to send them a note. That's something that I think is nice because I'm not really that great at planning ahead for birthdays anymore. I think we used to have the luxury of Facebook when we're all using it. Mm -hmm. to be reminded, but now you have to be much more proactive and saving things on your own terms so you can remember. And I like that as a way to like keep up. Yeah. And if you're not a good gift giver and you want to plan in advance, just buy everyone flowers for their birthday. Yeah. And you can auto, you can like pre-schedule that, right? Months in advance if you need to, and then you don't need to even send a card. I mean, ideally you do, or you send them a note, but if you know that you're like prone to forgetfulness... Okay, that was a preview of the 12th House Plus content. Just a little sneak, sneaky snack. If you like that, if you want more, if you want to hear the whole story, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify Podcasts at the very top of the page where you would subscribe in general for the podcast. It's $5.99 a month and we'd love to have you. 